Good morning, afternoon, or night. You're listening to Kira's Modern Desk, and I'm your host, Kira Crims. In today's episode, I'll be talking about the tools I use to run my business and what I recommend for you. Grab your water, coffee, or wine, and get ready, because we're about to jump in. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It is a new year. How are we feeling? I hope you all had a wonderful holiday. Mine was full of family and friends, lots of shopping, lots of shopping. (laughs) My kids love to shop, you guys. It's like the day after Christmas and they're like, can we go to the mall? Can we go to the mall, please? Like, no, but we, I mean, we did end up going to the mall, not the day after Christmas, but shortly after, and it was fun. They got some gift cards. They were able to send that. And so yes, lots and lots of shopping, lots of food, lots of love, and lots of gratitude. This year was very different from years past. I've always loved the season. I was so thankful, you know, with everything going on, with having changed um, my career, with just the love that I was feeling within my family, how positive everything was, that I nosedived into the spirit of giving and adapted some new traditions that I hope will precede me and my children will continue on. I really, it's important to me that they know how important it is to give back and not to just receive. I am a giver. So um, I really hope that they will, you know, grow into that as well. So, but as Christmas made its exit (laughs) and New Year fell upon us, I got a little bit anxious. I had been vowing to myself that I would do this or that, not resolutions. I don't love resolutions. It's actually funny because um, I have a good friend. I grew up in Nashville and, um, I have a good friend who's still there, Christy Grissel, and she and I would sit on New Year's Eve and we would write out our resolutions to revisit the next New Year's Eve. And so this year, I actually did that with my family, only they weren't resolutions, they're goals. I don't like resolutions. I like goals. And then I like to set goals inside of my goals. And so, um, you know... (sighs) I was telling myself I was going to do all these things, not resolutions, but they were goals. And every now and then my limiting beliefs would creep in and say, I don't think so. I had to remind myself that there isn't a deadline, that my goals are attainable and to chill. So now here we are a few days after New Year's and let me tell you, nothing happened. All that anxiety was for nothing. I haven't burned my business to the ground, haven't lost clients, haven't suddenly crash landed, I mean, I literally worried for not, and I'm feeling better than ever because the last few days have been some of the most productive I've had in time. I mean, I have just been kicking butt. So I'm ready to tackle this year for myself and for my clients. And so let's talk about what I use to do that. All right. So if you are new to working in the online space, there can be a lot of noise about what you use and what not to use to successfully run your business. I know this too well as I started getting this software and that software, trying to figure out the best way to stay organized, but mostly it was what I was seeing in groups and what other people told me I needed to be doing. I felt like 
I felt completely overwhelmed because I was in these Facebook groups for VAs. I was in Facebook groups for entrepreneurs and I kept seeing left and right to do this or do that or use this or use that. And I was trying it all. Okay. I wasn't just trying one thing or two things. I was trying everything. I was completely in over my head. So if this is you right now, I, I beg you take a step back. Try one or two things at a time and you are going to find what works for you. But it was just, I don't know, it, it, it was a lot. So all of that noise, it's going to serve as a guide, but ultimately it's going to be about what you prefer, what feels most comfortable to you and what you feel streamlines your processes. I'm going to tell you what works for me, but what works, but what works for me may not be your forte and that's okay. I'm just here to talk about my processes. So when I started as a VA, I was in so many Facebook groups and I kept hearing CRM, CRM, CRM only. I wasn't quite sure what that was. <laughs> um, and it's funny because I had used multiple CRMs before, especially when I was in the corporate world, but nobody was calling it that. So we all just had our systems and that's what it was. So anyway, I started looking this app and what I got was overwhelm. I mean, complete overwhelm. I actually started with monday.com. <laughs> if you are familiar with Monday, then you know it's a lot. I opened it and closed it so fast. If you haven't checked out Monday, I'm not sure if I implore you to do so, so that you can see what I'm talking about or if I should warn you to stay away. But either way, it is not for the faint of heart and it really is not for the VA just starting in her business his or her business, let me say. Um, and I will say that I do know many people now, now that I'm deep in and, um, you know, I know more corporate um, people. I know more people who are who do use Monday, but to me, it really isn't for um, smaller businesses. So, you know, I've, I've taken the time to get to know it because the way that I'm planning to scale, I will be using monday.com. However, right now that is not for me. So anyway, um, after the monday.com fiasco came HoneyBook and it was what everyone was talking about. This actually came about because I was looking for a good way to get contracts signed. I didn't want to use a system like HelloSign or DocuSign. I wanted a place where I could store templates. So I signed up and from day one, I really appreciate all HoneyBook had to offer. And I, I still do really. It's just not my CRM of choice and I'll get to that shortly, but I wanted to give you some background on how I landed on my current systems. Guys, there is so much out there and the more you dig, the more confused you become. It's possible that through all that digging, however, I found my love for systems. I actually set out to learn each one because I knew that not all businesses are the same and the diff that different owners would have different preferences, right? And so I wanted to be able to help my clients to the best of my capability, which really helped me get an idea of what would help businesses in general overall the most. And it gave me a sense of my own personal preferences. And that is what we're going to talk about today. So here goes. For my CRM, I am sure you already know it is GOAT, but let's talk about it anyway. <laughs> Dubsado. 
I was knee deep in HoneyBook, really preached its uses and started working with systems through my love of HoneyBook. I was talking um, in my coaching container to these women all about HoneyBook. Most of us were using it. We praised it, we loved it. And I really started getting into it. And somebody said to me, you know, you really could like be a HoneyBook pro. I was like, ah, yeah, you know, I really could be. <laughs> and so I started in systems through HoneyBook and I knew Dubsado existed, but I hadn't touched it when a bookkeeper from my coaching container brought it up. She was concerned because HoneyBook was raising their processing fee. And so she was curious about what other CRMs were out there and what Dubsado could do for her. And so I got really curious too. I took the next few days to dive into the system. HoneyBook had already prepared me for setting up a CRM. So I just had to learn how Dubsido itself operated. And I found the holy grail. Okay. Like you guys, once I started, oh my gosh, it is. And please don't call me because I will feel so guilty, but by far superior to HoneyBook. It just is. Um, you know, I think I've mentioned before that HoneyBook was not actually created for um, online service providers. It was actually created for photographers. And so there still is a lot of fixes and they are improving. I've noticed lately that they've been sending out a lot of emails about how to optimize the system for your business and the changes that they're making. Only, I don't know, it's just not there yet. It doesn't have the functionality that Dubsado does. And I know I keep saying Dubsado and Dubsado and Dubsado and Dubsado, but I'll, I'll tell you why. Um, so I was actually watching, I was in their webinar about new proposals um, or the new form builder rather. And the employee kept saying Dubsado, but I had been calling it Dubsado. And so I'm going with what he said. Okay. Cause he works for them. So I'm sure that that is what it is. But anyway, it just, it operates with so much ease. And once you really get into it, you can create some gorgeous forms and workflows. Oh my gosh. I just, and it actually um, integrates with Stripe and PayPal. You can integrate um, Xero and QuickBooks. So it's just, I think you can actually use Square as well. However, I don't use Square. So um, and that was my next point, um, is that I do use Stripe and that is how I can accept payments through Dubsado. So, and it is phenomenal, you guys. So I do highly recommend at least trying it. Um, there is a free trial up to three clients, surpass three, which we all want to do, right? And you do have to purchase it. Um, in Stripe, I'll go ahead and touch on that. So I was not sure about Stripe. I didn't know much about it. I had used Square before. Um, and then once I really got into it, because I was using it with a different software, um, I really liked it. But I will say that the payments can feel delayed, especially your first one, because they do wait. They hold your payment um, seven to 14 days because they want to make sure you're legit, right? They're not, they don't want to just hand money out to people because what if you're a scam? And I think a lot of people don't realize that, that they are actually protecting themselves. And so I can appreciate it as a business owner because I want to protect myself too. So, um, but Stripe, they do have a fee, but most places do. 
And that's another thing that people are complaining about. However, you know, these businesses cannot operate without a fee. So um, Stripe is my payment processor of choice. Um, and while we're on the subject, let's talk a little bit about workflows. Uh, they can really be tricky. However, they are so, so useful. And you can put your payments right into your workflow. So Dubsado, Stripe, it all is connected. And as is this tool that I'm going to tell you about. So um, you want to set up your workflows early. And it will eliminate so much stress that can present itself as we start to scale. As your business gets bigger, you want those workflows set up so you're not spending hours in your day sending out contracts, sending out proposals, sending out emails, you know, that it just makes it so much easier. So one tool that I absolutely love and use in my process and workflow mapping is Lucid. Lucid helps you create flowcharts so that you don't miss those pesky steps that often fall through the cracks. This is fairly new tool to me, but I have come to fast love it. Um, and, you know, so you can kind of see how the process goes. When I'm working with a client, we're going to start with Lucid and we're going to map out their workflows. We're going to map out their processes. Okay. And that's all in Lucid. Before I take those, put them into Dubsado and then you get paid through Stripe. So that is why they are all connected. Why I like it so much because my workflow has a workflow and that's, you know, it just really is convenient. Okay, let's see. Um, Loom, I never in a million years thought I would have any reason to use Loom. I mean, we have phones, right? I could just record myself or I could turn the phone around and record the screen. <laughs> so, I wanted to record my screen once. Um, I was doing a reel about HoneyBook and my husband, the ultimate tech guy that he is, tried to help me by downloading some software. I can't even remember what it's called now. OSB, OSP, OS something. Uh, <laughs> um, and it was basically speaking another language, a language that I did not understand. Like, don't get me wrong. I really pride myself on being tech savvy, but that, that made my head want to explode. So, I mean, I was like, I was looking at different screens. I was, it was like all over the place and it would record, but then it wouldn't, I don't know, it wouldn't settle. And I don't know, he kept telling me this is awesome. It was so great. And he uses something similar for his streaming because, um, you know, he does Twitch streaming and goes into all that lab stuff and whatever. But anyway, um, he kept telling me how awesome this was. And I'm like, I don't think so. So I looked for alternatives and found Loom. Actually, I had a Loom account because someone had asked me to make a video for a proposal I was doing. Um, so, and they, they specifically asked for Loom, but I never thought I would ever use it again. So you guys, I went back into my Loom account. And when I tell you I am obsessed, who knew it could be so fun to record yourself working? <laughs> That sounds crazy, but it's true. I mean, really, I use Loom to record tutorials for my clients so that when the job is finished or if a process is unnecessarily hard, they have the know-how to guide them step by step. Um, I did this for a Dubsado build that I did. I've done this for proposals that I've done. Um, and they really love it. My clients really love it when I send them 
exactly what to do or when I can record it and I say, hey, give me your feedback on this so that I know what to tweak. Um, they really, really love it. And so I also started doing it for um, free trainings that can lead back to my email list, which is super handy because people aren't just going to sign up for your email list just because you have an email. Like that's just not how it works. And I had to really think about what I wanted to offer. And I'm so in love with Dubsado that I was like, you know what? I can offer trainings for um, form building. And so right now I do have one open. Um, it's for proposals. But if anybody is interested in others, let me know and I can create one for you. So, um, yes, so that's, that's, like I said, super handy. I just really fell in love with Loom and I'm camera shy, but I'm, I'm quickly learning not to be. Another oom I use is Zoom. I have weekly client meetings there and I'm sure you all have used it, but we'll say. If you are thinking about offering conferencing calls into your packaging and they are over 40 minutes, you'll want to consider purchasing a Zoom package because then you won't be cut off if you're ever trying to give, you know, your clients the client experience that's going to drive redundancy and referrals. I am really big about client experience. I think it is probably the most important aspect of our businesses because what you want is clients who are going to return to you and clients who are going to refer you. That is how your business is going to grow. I quickly came to realize that it is not enough to sit and post on your socials every day. You need social proof and you need word of mouth. People want to know that you actually do a good job before they spend the kind of money we are asking as OBMs, as VAs, as coaches, as mentors, you know, anyone really. So it is really important that you give your clients that client experience. And sometimes a 40 minute video just doesn't, doesn't cut it. A video call doesn't cut it. Um, I have packages that are built out like my VIP day where it's a 60 minute call or my clarity call, which is a 90 minute call. Well, if I didn't have zoom, then I can't um, provide those. So it is, you know, it is, I think like 1499 a month, but ultimately at the end of the day, it's worth it too. So, cause you, you're going to make your investment back as long as you're selling and selling comes with, with client experience. Asana. This is another tool I never thought I would use. Like what reason would I have to use a project manager? And then I realized pretty quickly that each of my clients is technically a project. And because they all have different schedules and needs, I needed a place where I can keep them all organized. And what I like most about Asana is that I give each of them an individual space. So each client has multiple boards. I do mine by week or by holiday. And whatever task I have to tick off, they're inside of that week or holiday. So it's so beneficial. I also like to add my clients, not all of them. <laughs> um, I mean, you know, sometimes you do get the client who likes to micromanage. And I think those are the clients that I don't add to, but I do add some to their workspace. So if they need something that isn't on my list, they can add it. And it's easier for me to manage than an email and allows me to share what I'm working on and get approval much, much faster. When I can just add a task and say, hey, 
what do you think of this? Or I add an attachment to creative, or I just finished, um, you know, an email or, and I just add it there and I say, Hey, can you let me know what you think of this? And they can take it off approved and then, and then we're good. Right. So I think that that's really, really convenient. So that's actually one form of communication that I don't think people take into account. And the other places I love to communicate are Slack and Boxer. Mostly Slack because it integrates with Canva and Asana. So I can share my creative and I can create tasks right from the app. Super simple and effective, though I do use Voxer often daily, really. And I offer it as an extra support to my clients who may purchase like a VIP day, for example. Once the day is over, they can add Voxer support and that gives them an additional seven days of support with me. So if they have questions, they need a really quick tip or whatever, I'm right there. And it really is such a great way to communicate. And I love the voice note feature because there are times I'm busy and would rather just say it instead of type it. Because, you know, when you are working with clients and they have actual like genuine heartfelt, I need your help ASAP questions, you have to write out two paragraphs explaining a process three paragraphs, four paragraphs, well, that just doesn't really fly, right? So the voice note feature is really nice and I appreciate that. So that's another one. And I mean, I do love email and can always offer support that way. Um, I just don't, it's just not the most effective way. But speaking of email, <laughs> I love email marketing and that tool that I use for that is Flowdesk. Um, I will warn you now, it is pricey. I was using ConvertKit, which is much, much cheaper. However, Flowdesk always, I don't know, it allows for curation of easy, beautiful emails. It just feels so simple. Everything is already, like, when you go through the steps, you create the email, you go to the next, you're choosing your audience, it asks you what email you want it to go from, and it really is so simple. It does have a few features I didn't get. In ConvertKit, for instance, I can add my social feeds to my emails and the sequences are just so much smoother and easier to set up. They have so many templates, which make it so nice because they're just gorgeous, you guys. Uh, my only qualm is that in order to sell, you have to pay more than you already are paying. And with ConvertKit, I could sell directly through the site without an extra fee. Eh. So like my VIP day, um, Black Friday deal, I sold that through ConvertKit and that went right to Stripe. Um, but with Flowdesk, now I will not be able to sell there. So that is one downside, but it's not, it doesn't make it a no, you know? So other software I use that's pretty self-explanatory, Office 365, but also Google Workspace, because again, every client is different and I tailor their experience per their individual needs. Um, I use Excel daily, but also use Google Docs daily, so I'm not fickle, I swear. <laughs> um, Canva, of course, because it is the absolute easiest design software out there. Um, and you have your templates and it just really is nice. I have my entire branding there. Occasionally I'll break out Photoshop, which I do still love and have used for years. But when I want it done quickly, Canva is my go-to. Um, Outlook is my email host for my business. Love the calendar and how easy, I, easily I can schedule everything right there, um, especially Zoom meetings. So simple. And of course, Google does the same, but I've come to really prefer Outlook. 
And that could be because it's where I was spending most of my time when I started school. That's where my school email is. So it just is really nice that I have everything in one place. So um, I'm sure there are things I've left out, but I wanted to give you some ideas and tools to think on. There really is so much out there, but trying it all can be overwhelming. If tech isn't your sort of thing, these are my recommendations, and hopefully you'll take something away from something I've said. In the show notes, I'm going to add um, a few links where those are referral codes so that you can get um, either a percentage or dollar amount off of all of these. That's all for me this episode, but I will be back. And on the next episode, we will be talking about my favorite five letter word, goals. Don't forget to head over to Instagram and hit that follow on Cura's Modern Desk. And as always, good morning, good afternoon, or good night.